football, the Bulls are off and running. And Dan and Jason Bernstein are here to keep you up to date with the Stampede. You're listening to Organizations Win Championships. Welcome to Organizations Win Championships, an Odyssey podcast. I'm Dan Bernstein, along with Jason Bernstein and our producer, James Jackson. How are things, kid? You good? I'm fine. Uh, a lot of work to do. So I'm going to get on Still that. Still today? Re- yeah, I've already done a bunch, and I have a bunch more. It's, it's, it's different than high school. I would say that there's more work, but it's less stressful because there's so much more time to do it. It's, um, it's really different. I'm enjoying myself. Good. Um, but there you, you got to do a lot of work. Um, yes. This weekend, this weekend was pretty crazy. This weekend was pretty crazy. I've, my goal is to just get all your work done so you can enjoy the weekend as much as possible. And I'm not going to say what goes on during those weekends, but I'm all I going heard about to, was golf. I and... did play golf when I, after five and a half hours of sleep after a Friday night, and I walked. 18 holes and I shot an eight. So that was, that was, I'm playing tomorrow as well with one of my friends. So we're going to, yeah, I'm glad you're using your time to get all your work done by playing. Golf. Oh, oh, dad, that's my main priority. I'm doing it in the afternoon because all I have tomorrow is one 10 a.m. class. Oh, okay. I'm getting my work done in the morning and then we're going to go to the golf course in the afternoon. You're annoying. Uh, yes, I am. I'm also paying. I'm allowed to that's, be annoyed. That's true. And you're also paying for the golf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I'm, I'm I'm allowed to be annoying in that case. Let's get yes. started with what was the the Bulls news of the week. It seems like every other Chicago sports team has been super crazy busy with stuff, but it was, you know, I hate doing this because it's they they exist to do things like this. The but Lonzo it was, Ball. It was Stephen A. Smith, oh, who mentioned oh, that yeah. he had heard that Lonzo Ball couldn't get up out of a chair. So, Lonzo Ball responded by saying i'm not hard to find where are your sources watch this and then stop capping he just said stop capping about 15 times in that video and then multiple times on his surgically repaired leg he stood up out of a chair and sat down once again and this is accompanied by a story over the weekend from our guy casey johnson at nbc sports chicago who was who got to talk to Lonzo about where he is and what's going on? The genesis of it obviously was that, that that Stephen A. Smith apparently had some bad information, and I don't know how you feel ab- about it. I've I've always sort of had a policy about the the fake argument, the, the Skip Baylesses of the world. Yeah, I I don't I don't like disingenuous argument shows you say this i think you're wrong i'm gonna say this and they decide to fight with each other just so people at an airport bar can be mildly entertained or somebody sitting at a sports bar these are some pretty large generalizations but it's just that's how it always feels to me like i'm in the lobby at a hotel and it's on. It's never something I would tune in to watch. Correct, correct, correct. Know what I mean? So I yeah. hate I hate doing this because they exist to rile up and being wrong is part of their business model. It's pretty low to middle brow with what, what they do, is what I would say. They're, I, I, I don't I don't know if they're great sources, they're famous. Um I personally don't think it's a good idea for Lonzo to respond like that. I, I, I don't think that's him. Hmm. I, I, he, 
I thought he was kind of above that, in my opinion. I thought he was at a level where he didn't care about that sort of stuff. Maybe he's doing it because it'd be good for his brand and he can get endorsements and shirts. I don't know. But I was surprised that he even responded to something like that. And also the fact that he is has been out for two and a half seasons or will at the end of this year be out for two and a half seasons and he's choosing to repeatedly get up and down only on a surgically repaired leg that has been holding him out for two and a half years. I don't know if that's the best idea. I feel like you could get, I don't, I don't know the science of it. I'd hope he wouldn't get hurt by doing something like that just in response to. I, I don't think it's, I, he would be know. doing it if it were unsafe. That's true. He, he but wouldn't it, be. He's, but he's not dumb. Let's, I, I just don't get the point of it. I, I don't get the point of, of responding to Stephen A. Smith because I don't, think he really has a meaningful voice in the nba i think people think he does because he's loud but the people don't really care what he thinks now we've reported on this podcast that the bulls have been approaching their business as if lonzo ball isn't going to play again now that means on the one side they're providing him with every bit of of medicine resource everything that is available and it's it's certainly within character of the Bulls to do that much like they did for Jay Williams to continue to give him the motivation and the carrot and every opportunity to take advantage of what they have for his recovery. Now that said as they do that they're also going to plan on have any any actual NBA minutes from somebody recovering unprecedentedly as as a bonus as gravy because they don't believe it's likely that he plays again that's that's not news we've discussed that at length I was just going to say we say the same thing every podcast and yet he is saying as he told Casey Johnson I'm going to play again and that was the headline that was pulled from his other comments, where he also, I think, evinced a very mature awareness that that's not likely. It's how it sounded to me when I he just, talked about everything else. I think there's all the reason to hold out hope for, for it, and I think he should hold out hope for himself. Obviously, you don't want to see somebody just say, my career is over, especially when you're sure. a, what, 25-year-old? With, a, with what looked to be a promising future, it sucks. It really sucks. And I, I hope that he's telling the truth. I hope he believes that he can actually come back and he's not just saying it for publicity. But no, he doesn't need publicity. That's true. I, 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 I'm skeptical. But I, I would love to see him come back, even if he wouldn't, even if he wasn't at the same level that he was prior to the injury, which I think would be the case. I don't think after something like this, where it seems like nobody has ever come back from this type of injury and surgery, I think it's unlikely that if he were to play again, which is a huge if he would be, I don't think there's a, a chance that he'll be able to compete at the same level that he used to, but uh, I'm, I, I hope, I, I, I hope for the best. I'm, I'm, I've been prepared for the worst for a year and a half, and I hope for the best. Here's what I find telling. It was where he was when he spoke to KC. He was in Atlanta. He was at something called Invest Fest, known as the world, world's biggest business festival, filled with speakers from the worlds of music, investment, and entertainment. And according to a release from the promoters, 
Ball spoke about the cultural impact of Big Baller Brand, as well as his journey as a child star and managing expectations. So it sounds to me like this is, as he works his way back to whatever he's going to be, he, the fact that he's beginning to do this now, beginning to talk about his experience as a businessman, his young stardom, and those last two words, managing expectations. If that's the subject of his prepared speech already, this has post-basketball career written all over it. Right. That, that's, that's what I think. Because he, if, if he's going to be a speaker and share his experiences and, and, be, and be a businessman, frankly, mm-hmm. the, the family has done well. He's doing fine. His brother's got a ton of money. And they will have all sorts of opportunity to build and invest. Also, and his brother doesn't have the money from Big Baller Brand. He has that from Puma now. Correct. Great, great shoes, by the way. Those are when I play basketball. Those are the shoes that I wear. Um, you brought those, right? I did bring them. Of course, I did. Okay. Well, yeah. are, are, are people at school getting used to how annoying your game is? I haven't played pickup with anyone yet. I'm sure. Oh, you I haven't? Understood. No. God, we played every day. People just sit What's on their phones. Kids today. People Man, sit on their phones. Kids, I, I'm breaking into Barkley all of a sudden. You just like Paul today. George. Kids are soft today. You know, we we bought, we we would hoop every day. I, I I would I would totally do that, but people like relaxing and doing nothing. It kind of sucks. I, I I would I, I've always I'm always the type of guy to say, hey, you want to throw a ball? Hey, you want to throw a frisbee? Hey, you want to you want to play around a golf? You want to throw you, a you what? Wanna... What was the second thing you said after ball? Frisbee. You th- you go out and throw a frisbee? Yeah, I did that yesterday with a couple friends. What are you in like 1978? I, I signed up for Club Ultimate Frisbee. We'll see how that goes. I'm going to the first practice on Wednesday night. Okay. Can I, I'm, can I, dude. Here we go with this advice again. I'm just going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you. Guys what, are gonna, Dad, it's club. I know it's club, but here's what's going to happen. What's going to happen is the same thing that happened to Aunt Jill at Cornell. When she called me crying that she was all excited to be in dance and she was taking dance and she was the best dancer in her high school. And she's crying. She's like, Oh my God, they're all from Russia. and They look like swans and everybody's six feet tall and their arms are longer than my whole body. Oh my God. Dad, this what? is club ultimate Frisbee. The, the, the entire motto that we got an email that said, we will teach you how to play if you don't know how to play, because a lot of the people don't even know how to play. It's oh. very low key. Yes. Oh, I thought it was like serious ultimate no. frisbee players who didn't make varsity. No, there is no varsity ultimate frisbee here. Oh, Idiot. all right. Well, then maybe you'll be fine, but you're still slow and short. I'm. I can. <laughs> I can fling the crap out of the frisbee. I, that I bet you can. But do you do it like sidearm baseball? I can do. Style? I can do all of it. You got every. I'm not throw? great at backhand, but my my forehand is lethal. Okay, and I know you can catch. Oh, I'm so good at catching. I'm great at tracking frisbees like an outfielder. I yes. I, I can make toe tap catches. All right. But, uh, like nobody's business. All right. I, I, want... I am I am that's one thing that I know I can do. I can play ultimate frisbee. Okay. We'll be waiting for, for the Bucknell Club Bison Ultimate Frisbee updates. Oh I'm gonna kill God. you. No, you're not. No, again, no probably again, not. I'm, no. I'm, I'm I'm paying. I'll send an airstrike from Lewisburg. 
I mean, if like you probably have class major to figure out how to do that. That's so true. I'm, Although, I'm not, I'm not taking an that. engineering class, but I'll ask I'll ask someone that's in engineering. So you know what I realized happens? Oh god. If you Google viral Jokic dancing, any number of videos <laughs> come up. And I'm not I'm not sure if they're all in the last couple of weeks or so, but if you're ever, I will say this, if you're ever in a bad mood, if you're ever feeling just kind of blah or just cranky, there is no possible way to watch a Jokic dancing video and not feel good about the world. Okay. Is he on your list of body pillow stuffed animals? No, too is big. Is he there yet? Too no, big? He, he's different. He's not, he's not adorable enough. He's fun. He's not cute. Okay, so you know what I mean? who, who's who's who, so right now it's Stan Van Gundy, Alejandro Kirk, yep, the catcher for the the Blue Jays, and I think I think I'm adding Cubs pitcher Javier Assad. Oh yeah, you you said okay, yeah, right. because because there, there's a difference between like fun and goofy and just sort of cute and adorable and looking like they could be a Muppet. Because <laughs> I think Javier Assad actually looks like he could be a Muppet. Like not with a, hairy enough. No, but you, you put the Cubs, you make him like, you know, his like sort of pink face and the Cubs hat and the glasses. It's like Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, except with a Cub hat on. I, I don't think anybody knows who that is. Of course people do. That's the that's the scientist. If they, the were, if they were born in 1958. No. If, I guarantee you right now, most, I'd say the majority of listeners to this podcast at the moment are say wherever they are they're on their run or they're out you know walking the dog or in the car are saying of course jason of course i know who dr bunsen honeydew is i think you i think you overrate the mental capacity of <laughs> no, try, no i don't try if you saw him you would know who he was i do you wouldn't know who, do you know who beaker is no you don't know who beaker is the guy that looks like tyler hansbro I, the name the is Muppet familiar. that looks like Tyler Hansbro is Beaker. They're, it, they're it, it, it sounds familiar. All right. Well, oh, yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Yes. The, 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 the scientist that the that scientist next to Beaker is Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. Okay. The appropriately named one. But the bottom line is have fun clicking on Jokic dancing and or singing because he's 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 always drunk now. And why wouldn't he be? Apparently, everyone's inviting him to their weddings, or he's just got a lot of friends. But there's one of him in the middle of the street. Like, he shut down traffic because he decided he wanted to get out of his car and start singing and dancing. I hope he wasn't... I hope he was the passenger in the car. <sighs> I mean, he's he's going to come back after this summer and put up 30-10-10 and 10 yes. every game. Yes, that's just exactly what he's His game do. is so sustainable, and he doesn't need to be in shape for it to work. No, he he's going to be in his late forties. Mm. And probably in the NBA, I don't know, man. What what's he going to lose? Speed. That's true. What's he going to get out of shape? Yeah, I mean, yes, is, I guess he, he, he in some way he'll lose a little bit of it, but he could get out of shape because he used to is. be out, he used to be out of shape, and it, his his cardiovascular his endurance and stamina could go because the only other thing is in one of the videos at the wedding a lot of people around him are smoking because i think it's kind of what you do there i guess in serbia and, yeah i don't i don't know because i mean i know eastern europeans in the nba used to used to smoke at halftime 
Like I, I mean, I last night watching the winning time episode, Larry Bird smoked a cigarette before going into a preseason game. Have you seen it yet? I have seen it. Oh, what did you, what so did you think? Good. Oh, it's so good. I all I want is to watch more. That's the thing. When Magic ends the episode like that, and I just can't wait to, until they show Westhead getting fired. I, think I, I just I want that to because obviously we know what happens. We know he gets fired early in that season. I just want it to happen sooner rather than later. I wanted it to happen yesterday because I want Pat Riley to be the head coach. But it's well, we so did. good. And I don't care if not everything is factual or a complete dramatization. It's so good. And it it's is so fun. well made. It, it, but Jason Siegel is just just climbing the walls, chewing scenery as Paul Westhead. Well, too, I, just, well I just can't. I, I I can't. Sorry for the double negative, but I can't not think of him as as the what's his name from forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgot well, his when, he, when he's naked all the time. Exactly. Like I can't <laughs> think of not seeing his him wiggling his wang at, at, at Kristen Bell. Yeah, that had to be fun to do, I guess. But, okay, but he... dude, he didn't have to go there. This is this, this is, is not what we were supposed to be talking about. Do you? Right I now. know, but do you know in in this episode of Winning Time, have you you know the the new assistant on the Lakers with the comb over and the mustache? Oh, I hate Mike. Him. Yeah. Okay, I know him. Oh, really? The That's actor? Mike. That is Mike Tebow, spelled T H I B A U L T. Okay, well, a counselor at uh, High Five Sports Camp. One of my co-counselors was named Tebow. Well, spelled he's... that same way. Okay, well, well best Mike... name, best name of all time, Tebow Pfeifferberger. Great no, name, not a real name. Real name. Swear to God, his first name is Tebow. His first name is Tebow, and his last name is Pfeiffer hyphen Burger. P F E I F E R hyphen burger. That sounds so, Tebow, like. If you're listening to this, shout out Tebow. Shout sounds, out high five. Sounds like so. he and Peel made it up, but that would. That, oh, that is, like substitute teacher. Yes. Tybalt. So, like so. Tybalt, I so P Pfeiffer burger. That guy Mike Tebow, who had been a WNBA coach for for a long time, was the head coach of the Omaha Racers of the Continental Basketball Association when I was in the league. Nice guy. Uh, when I was in Rockford, uh, Mike was in Omaha okay. and a really good coach. Really? Really, really good. And, and, and I don't know his record in the WNBA, but he's always been a really respected coach. And I actually don't know exactly what his role was under Westhead and Riley and how that all happened. I know that he he was sort of exiled from the NBA for a while. So I will be I will be interested to see how they follow that in in this particular show. So I'm glad you watched it. See, oh, I've been keeping up with it nonstop. Uh, I I, I just want the uh, Sundays are the day where the entire campus is doing work and relaxing. That's the that's the rest day because Friday nights a lot happens. Saturday during the day and night a lot happens. So Sunday is kind of the deep breath day before the week starts. So. Is there still that Saturday afternoon? Oh, party? super! That that's exactly why. That's exactly why everyone is relaxing on Sundays because of super and then whatever goes on that night. Did um, you wear your drinking shoes? Yeah, I don't know if you can say that. I'm kind of under age. I don't like. I don't. I I, I, I don't speak English. I I just I just I just I just throw on shoes and I, I don't care. I throw on one of two pairs of shoes. Either the Reeboks, because I like the look of dirty white shoes, or um, the shoes we got at the th- thrift store for $6 or whatever. That's, it's, uh, that's their purpose. 
Yep, and it's not Vu shoes here. It's Super shoes. That's what that's what it is here. Same thing. Yeah, but I'm and mom calls them Vu shoes, so I'm going to call them. That's because Vu of shoes. Deja Vu at University yeah. of Maryland, yep, which I didn't know is still and open. Here it's Super shoes. Uh, did you see that your guy from the Bulls, who I think technically is still on the Bulls roster, scored who? 35 oh. points in a World Cup game? Carleek, I don't. He's not really my guy. My guy is Javante. By the way, what's going on? With I don't know. I really don't know. Wither Javante, what's happening? Where, I, where I don't know. We'll figure it out. Or I don't know. Somebody's got to figure it out because he's he's in limbo. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. But and there's no news about him because he's not a big time player. But good for Carleek. The I just remember going to that G League game the night before the ACT. But wait, let's, let's just say what happened first. Okay. Carleek Jones scored 35 points yesterday or the day before against Puerto Rico in a loss in the FIBA Basketball World Cup. And I did not know that Carleek Jones was in part South Sudanese, but the fact that he is, for for whatever uh, percentage extraction, allows him to play as a national for the team. And the president, I think, of the South Sudan Basketball Federation is former Bull Luol Deng. People forget Lou Alting was so good. People forget it. He was almost traded for in a huge trade package for Kobe and all that stuff. I don't know how real that was, but he was a damn good player. Yeah. Just, just wanted to say that. But Carleek, good for him. And, that's and, that, that, that's exactly he's a he's a the the equivalent of a four A basketball player, and he can score and he can't do much else but he can make passes from his back after getting a steal in transition. I will say that he will do something. I don't think you will ever see again at a basketball game. You hadn't seen it. And if you hadn't seen it, dinosaur hadn't seen it. So I had never seen him. I'd never seen anybody in the middle of a fast break receive the fact that somebody would throw a pass to a guy. No, he got a steal. No, no. Somebody passed it to him. Yes. Oh. As he was falling and he caught it and, and from his butt, well, the guy was running by, he just flipped it. It was like a hook and ladder play in, in football. It was well executed. They got a guess who was on it. that team who is really good. On which team? The, the Bulls team, the Windy City team. Who's really good? Who, who now Javon is... On Freeman gonna, Liberty. Yeah, he's going to get an opportunity. I'm, uh, I'm still bitter about that. Don't be. Uh, wish him the I, best. I, I, I wish him the best, but I wish he was in a Bulls uniform. He's it is time good. now for the organization's win championships college showdown. He is at college. I am. I oh, I cue the music. Claims to nowhere. Every current NBA player on any roster listed officially on a roster went to college, and then he picks out three dudes from history. And I get to see if I know where they went to college. I've been actually doing a lot better lately. I think I'm I may be six from my last last six actually. Uh, okay, uh, you want to fire at me first, or do you want yours? Sure, first? I'll, I'll fire at you. I, All right. Former Magic Wing Nick Anderson, Illinois. Yep. All right, former Kings forward Corliss Williamson, Arkansas. Yep. Okay, and last but not least, journeyman wing Blue Edwards, East Carolina. Damn! 
Theodore Blue Edwards. What are are you on right now? Well, I did play-by-play for his game against Duke. Oh, God. That was supposed to be the stumper. No, no. Blue Edwards is a good player, and I think a first-round draft pick of Utah. And he was very funny in in the Duke game. He he was at the free-throw line. He went up for a layup. Don't make that face. He, he, went up, he went up for a layup. He got fouled and he came down and he got up and he started like rubbing his elbow and kind of flexing his elbow. And the whole Duke student section started going, oh, oh. And they would do that anytime they thought somebody was, was evincing injury. So he realized they were doing it and he makes the free throw. And then he grabs his other elbow and goes, oh, <laughs> as if he were in terrible pain. And everybody, so the, the, the Duke fans start laughing. Makes the second free throw. And as he's walking back at defense, pretends to grab his knee. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and then there's like this slow kind of golf clap in the crowd. It's like, okay, all right. Well, we, that was funny. We got you. That was clever. And Nick Anderson, by the way, what high school? I mean, I know he's from here. Did he go to Whitney? Simeon. You went to Simeon? I think so. From here, meaning Chicago, not Lewisburg. Right. No, he's not <laughs> Lewisburg. All right. Your three in the oh. showdown and are... Here we go with the Summer League rosters. I get these off the NBA roster and nowhere else. Uh... And you can check it. Denver guard Jalen Pickett. Uh, Penn State. No. No? No. I... It was listed as Sienna. No. J- Jalen Pickett? Oh, is that the big guy? No, that's the that has that has to be the Penn State guard. This said Sienna. Uh, hold on. This is a debate. I and maybe there's another I know there's another Pickett. Jalen Pickett. Penn State. What are you talking about? That's right. All right, this He says... was in the tournament against Texas A&M okay. here. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I'm Hold it, my it... beer. Hold on. And my cajones. No, thank you. <laughs> I am right. All right. I bet I, I'm, I'm sure you are. Trans- I just want to. He used to play for Siena and then he transferred to Penn State. I'm right. Okay. I am right. Uh, all right. Because I, I did it because here, this says You're wrong. ESPN says Jalen Pickett, 64202 Siena. Look, look it up on Google. I did. And it said Penn State. Yeah. I'll give it to you. No, Dad. I am. I am a hundred percent right. Okay. okay. I think mean, you, you should lose a point. I mean, he did go to Siena, but he went to Penn State. Okay. I just went by what was written here. So blame ESPN. They got what it wrong. Punch. Whatever. Whatever. Twenty-year-old intern was was punching it in. Memphis guard Josh Christopher, Arizona State. Yes. Okay. Sacramento forward e. Kessler Edmonds Edwards Edwards. Yes, Edwards. Kessler Edwards. I read it wrong. Give me that three for three. Pepperdine. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. I can't believe you no, gave me no. Nick Anderson and Corliss Williamson. Corliss I, I, I just had to get names. That's back-to-back th- double three for threes. I think so. That means we're not trying hard enough. Yeah. Right? Ugh. I think we I think we got we we to dig up. a little deeper. Yeah. All right. Now... You be well. You take care of yourself. Don't do anything stupid. I'm going to have to do a lot of homework. And do a lot. Which classes? Uh, right now, I have, well, basically right now, the one thing I have to work on, we have, there's a two-page essay due on Friday. In? I, uh, in international politics. We have to write about 
here we go. It, it's about bridging paradigms and neorealism and Let's how that, and how that affects the like how neorealism it affects the Russia and Ukraine war and whether or not neorealism or classical realism is the, Wait, the is, is, is what? artistic neorealism? No, just no 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 not like Italian I'm not like po no, a political neorealism. Political neorealism. Wow. Like okay. the like the the fact that the, the way a realist would look at it and say the structure determine the structure of each state determines international politics because of anarchy rather than human nature wanting power. It's just the the structure of everything determines the way governments act. Ooh, can I read it when you're done? When I when I submit my final draft, I'll let you read it because I'm going to write it tonight. Okay. And then I'm going to I cool. I'm going to visit my professor during office hours. Well, not office hours because I have a class on Wednesday and it's due on Friday after. All right. Well, get an A. Yeah. I, I'll I'll do my I'll, I'm going to write as well as I can, and then I'm, I'm going to visit her for office hours after the rough draft. Get an um, a. and and then I'm going to edit it from there. A. Get an A. I, this is get an a. I I hate you. A. You get need a. to stop. Get an A. This uh, this is the second week of college, and this is already what we're learning. But I don't feel overwhelmed. It's just Good. it's just a lot of work. I, yeah, get used to it, and you and I know you will. So no, I'm used to it. I'm so make it. sure with this podcast, organizations win championships. Here you, we go. That you like it, that you subscribe to it, that you tell your friends about it, that you rate it and review it. And I am also told, and I did research on this. I am told, and I I have I've consulted with several very famous lawyers by the names of John Eastman. Kenneth Chesborough and Jerry Callow, no C A L L O, Sidney Powell Sorry. and Rudy Giuliani. Oh, and I man. and I have asked these reputable, reputable lawyers, <laughs> and all of them, all of these lawyers confirm that if you are a listener to organizations win championships, that allows you a free pass for any number of serious governmental and white collar crimes. So. Uh, they they re they assure me that's true. I don't know if it is, but but especially John Eastman says that his by his his interpretation of the law, just being a fan of this podcast allows you to essentially do whatever you want when it comes to uh, accounting and and government. So you know you got that going for you.